Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast on Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you download us from. Thank you very much for doing so. If you like us, tell your friends about us. Tell them where to get us, you, the Owner's Manual Podcast. We're, of course, sponsored, as usual, by Lice First Naturals, the makers of bovine colostrum and true biotics. You can find out more about them at the website, lifefirstnaturals.com, or you can even go to our website, greatagereboot.com, and see the reviews or Download the app, Reboot Your Age, and see the reviews in our library. Life's First Naturals, Bovine Colostrum, and True Biotics. Today's episode is 1118A, the latest medical news of the week, and what it means to you. Patients receiving TNF inhibitors have lower rates of Alzheimer's disease. What does that mean? It means that something that blocks inflammation, like a TNF-alpha inhibitor, blocks Alzheimer's disease. Is Alzheimer's and dementia a inflammatory disease? Maybe. That's also close to the other story of the week that we should highlight is Parkinson's disease and a probiotic supplement eased Parkinson's constipation. Does this mean it helps with the basic symptoms? We don't know that. But the study, 46 Parkinson's patients who had clinically relevant constipation, half of them were given a specific probiotic for three months. The other half were given a uh, placebo. And the participants given the probiotic did much better overall. So two stories on brain diseases, one on Alzheimer's where a inflammatory inhibitor and one on Parkinson's disease. And you know, constipation is a problem in both Parkinson's disease and in Alzheimer's. Maybe a probiotic helps. Um, so there are a lot of other symptoms with that. Um, the other story is healthy lifestyle behaviors, lower dementia, type 2 diabetes. This was uh, 445,000 people um, who had type 2 diabetes, and they calculated TV viewing time. These were all self-reported. Physical activity, sleep duration, smoking status, alcohol consumption, and eating processed meat, red meat, fruit, vegetables, and oily fish. They calculated a score, and after calculating um, the healthiest lifestyle behaviors, had a 45% reduction in dementia risk over nine years. That's huge. Again, it shows you get to choose which of your genes are on or not, and it makes a big difference for whether you develop dementia or not. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, 
The ne next story is um, why are testosterone levels decreasing? This is an interesting story in that it shows that at age 45, in 1990, the levels were higher than they were in 2000 for the group that was 45. Same thing at age um, in 2010, same thing in 2020. So one, how do you measure levels? You got to get two levels um, that are done at before 10 a.m., usually a week apart. And that, um, if you look at it, um, is how you measure it. Um, why is it happening? Well, there are three potential reasons. One, we're getting fatter, and fat holds testosterone, if you will. The second is, and so the second is um, that we aren't doing as much physical activity, and physical activity raises testosterone levels. A third is that we're drinking too much, and that decreases testosterone levels. And the fourth is the one that I worry about most. We're getting too many endocrine-disrupting chemicals. More than 800 endocrine-disrupting chemicals are in everything today. Plastics, everything you get, a blanket, a pillow, your car seat, everything has these endocrine-disrupting chemicals, and they cause... Um, the testosterone to be metabolized into estrogenic-like substances. So maybe that's the cause. Um, we don't know for sure. Bariatric surgery tied to a lasting clinical import important improvement in pain in patients who had it because of obesity. They report less pain. Um, how much? Not really big. So it went from 50% of people having chronic pain to 43% who got um, bariatric surgery. Um, obviously, for the individual, that's um, important, but uh, not for the masses. There is a weird, you know, we're getting all kinds of weird um, devices that measure individual things. You put them on you in some way, and they measure something. So there is a stool frequency measurement. There's a rectal expulsion device that predicts outcome in um, chronic constipation and predicts whether um, chronic constipation will improve with pelvic floor physical therapy. Um, I don't know what to make of all these devices that are, um, you know, we have Fitbits and we have uh, Garmin devices and I love the ones that measure my steps because I know the 10,000 step or step equivalence is so important. Um, but I'm not sure that I want someone measuring everything else on me and it being recorded in the sky someplace. Um, we know that um, drinking six cups of coffee reduces type 2 diabetes by about 25%. Uh, well, the story is four cups of oolong 
or black tea does the same thing. And in fact, there's a lot of data that say that tea and coffee, you can substitute the two um, and get the same energy boost, the same reduction in dementia rates, the same dementia decrease in type 2 diabetes and liver disease. So um, tea and coffee may be linked in this way. Um, the uh, next story is one about compounding. And this is one that was 634,000 people in South Korea. And the earlier you develop type 2 diabetes, the more likely you have of dying. And it's not a little likelihood. In the next 10 years, if you develop type 2 diabetes at age 40 versus age 60, in the next 10 years, from 40 to 50, those people who developed at age 40 had six-fold increased risk of dying, if you will, compared to people who developed it at age 60. Six-fold. That's compounding. We know that the longer you take a statin, for example, or an aspirin successfully, that you get an increased benefit from length of time. That is, starting earlier makes a difference. Well, this is avoiding type 2 diabetes earlier makes a huge six-fold increase in risk. That's a huge difference. Um, type 1 diabetes, tougher on girls than boys. The great news, we're developing artificial pancreases and even um, pancreas transplants um, from stem cells that look like this is going to be able to be a disease that gets solved. Um, last story that I want to cover is, I, want, I guess, two. If you're already taking a, a blood thinner, adding aspirin seems to do more harm than good at preventing heart attacks and strokes, but they didn't look at what about preventing cancer or what about preventing other things that aspirin helps prevent, the inflammatory diseases, um, etc. We don't know the answer to that, but um, I really like aspirin for its anti-cancer and anti-inflammatory benefit. Um, and I suppose if I had a disease like a stent, and they said you've got to go on a blood thinner um, and go off your aspirin, I'd uh, probably try and do other things like take bovine colostrum and like take my aspirin with plenty of water. I already do to decrease the risk of GI problems and bleeding um, by 70%. Last story, if you've got a genetic predisposition to smoking, we know of a whole bunch of genes that do that. Um, and when they looked at those genes and they looked at outcomes after stroke, much worse um, if you had that genetic predisposition. Why? I don't know, but it increased your risk of poor outcome by 50%. Huge. So what are our take-homes from today? Um, I think one of the major take-homes is the earlier you get
um, a problem like um, diabetes, the longer, the earlier you get it, the um, more problematic it is. So fight like heck to reverse it early. Um, the second thing is testosterone levels are decreasing and maybe they're decreasing because of endocrine disrupting chemicals. And the third, my take home on it is um, that uh, taking a anti-inflammatory like a TNF-alpha inhibitor lowered risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. Um, this has been Dr. Mike Roizen. Oh, by the way, the other one is teas as good as coffee at preventing type 2 diabetes and probably other things like Alzheimer's, liver disease, and some cancers as well. This has been Dr. Mike Roizen. Thank you, Caitlin, for engineering. Thank you for downloading us. That's the reason we do these. This has been number 1118A of you the Owner's Manual radio podcast on Radio MD, Our Heart, or wherever you download us from. Do tell your friends about us if you like us. Um, they'll enjoy us too. Thanks again for listening. And again, we're sponsored by Life's First Naturals. Give them a like. Go to their website. Even if you don't get anything there, just go to their website so they know that traffic is coming and you're paying attention. Lace First Naturals, the maker of TrueBiotics and Bovine Colostrum. That's one I advocate and use myself um, since I take two baby aspirin a day, one in the morning, one in the evening. Even though I take it with plenty of water, I know that Bovine Colostrum helps reduce the GI problems from all non-steroidals, Advil, aspirin, etc., Thanks very much for listening and downloading us. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, you'll want to listen to 1117B. That is about the orphan drug revolution. A great interview with James A. Garrity. That's last week's B, 1117B, The Promise of Patient-Centered biotechnology inside the orphan drug revolution. Thanks very much again for listening. We'll be back next week.